You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. Paul Fingerout is a veteran marketing and advertising professional with a 40-year international ad agency career. He's an on-air host for NPR's Monterey affiliate KAZU, and with the late Dr. Herb Wong, he's the author of Jazz on My Mind. Thank you for joining me, Paul. Thank you for inviting me. This is such a wonderful book. It's almost like a structured like a jazz record itself. You have different tracks. Talk about just the creation of the structure of the book. How is this book put together? Well, when we began the process, uh, Herb and I agreed that we didn't want to have chapters in this book. We thought that the book ought to be broken down in a different way because we were talking about jazz. But we still needed a structure. We still needed a foundation. So we came up with the idea that we would break this down by instruments, and each of the instruments would be a a chapter, or as we ended up calling it, a track uh, in this album of Jazz on My Mind. And that was really the the starting point uh, for us to take off and, uh, as you say, uh, kind of improvise as we went along as to what would be where. And it was my job to put things in the order in which they finally appeared. And I'm glad to say that you see the jazz part of this coming through. This consists of conversations that Herb had and also of liner notes. And the idea of using liner notes to document the history of jazz just seems so appropriate. It's so right on. And One of the things I noticed is that Herb's enthusiasm for the tracks he's writing about, the artists he's writing about, combined with his encyclopedic knowledge, make this a really engaging work to read. Engaging is a good word because I I, I think that the reader will find that there is uh, what uh, the president of the Jazz Journalists Association, who wrote a preview for the book, read, a, read the book and wrote a preview, he used the words delightful and substantial. And I was so thrilled when I read those words because Herb was the most substantial writer uh, and and the most knowledgeable person about jazz that I have ever met. Um, and it was my privilege and my honor and my pleasure to add some of the delightful part of this by picking and choosing the words that Herb used taking the content that Herb gave me uh, and putting them into uh, the order that they are in the book that invites, I think, the reader to gain the knowledge but have fun while gaining that knowledge. You know, one of the things about Herb was that in addition to being a producer, a jazz DJ, he was also a scientist and an educator. And those two aspects of his life really, I think, influenced his writing about jazz, his experience of jazz, and they make their way into the book as well. Absolutely. And half half of Herb's life, the, the half that people don't know that much about, was he was a scientist. He had a degree in zoology, a doctorate from Cal. Uh, he uh, specialized uh, in uh, ornithology and also in science education. And that's where this all started. His first job was not in the lab. It was in the schools. And he developed hands-on teaching back when it was unknown in science education. And that dovetailed into hands-on teaching in jazz education. And that's really where he devoted his life all the way, working his way all the way up to president of the International Association for Jazz Education. As I read this book, one of the things that just amazed me time and time again was that Herb wasn't just a 
jazz DJ, nor was he a jazz producer. He was a friend to these people, and he was a mentor to these people. He was a part of so many jazz lives. He's the jazz zealot. I really enjoyed that aspect of this book. Absolutely, and I think one of the reasons why he he became this this iconic jazz legend, uh, he started at the age of 10, for gosh sakes, learning about jazz uh, in a very serendipitous way uh, that's explained in the book. Um, And he started writing jazz reviews at the age of 14 and underage went to all the jazz clubs in the city in the Bay Area hung around outside listening to the music, and of course he was noticed by the jazz artists and he got to know them from a very young age, got to know them intimately. And probably part of the reason why they knew him and liked him was because he had that mix of knowledge uh, and fun, uh, and, and, and he was such a great human being that he got to know those jazz artists intimately and shared those intimate stories in the book. Not only did he himself start out young, but he also met and identified several of these jazz artists in here when they were very young. One of the men he met, he identified as a kindergartner. Absolutely. Joshua Redman, who's a Grammy-winning uh, uh, and, 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 and top saxophonist. Herb Wong was an administrator in the Berkeley Unified School District and was called in to deal with a quote-unquote problem child in a very good teacher's uh, kindergarten class. Herb went and met with the child and uh, talked to the child and returned with Joshua Redman back to his kindergarten teacher and said, this is not a problem child, this is a genius in the making, and you watch what this man's going to do. I love the personal anecdotes in the book, especially the story of Kenny Burrell and Herb's wedding. Uh, Kenny Burrell uh, had called Herb uh, uh, to ask Herb to come to, I think, a performance at the Black Hawk in San Francisco, one of the clubs in San Francisco. Herb said, Kenny, I can't make it. I'm getting married. And Kenny said, when? He said, well, give him the weekend. And and Kenny said, well, I'm playing that weekend. But then Kenny called back and said, I've changed my plans. I'm coming to your wedding. Can you suggest a few tunes I might play? And Herb suggested a few back. And then Kenny called back again and said, Herb, how does the wedding march go? I've forgotten. And Herb went, da, 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 da. So (laughs) that was a wonderful, charming story. Um, The other story about his wedding was Woody Herman. Right. I remember that one. Uh, Woody was very close with Herb. Herb was, in fact, I think the de facto manager for for Woody. And Woody called one day and and asked about some bookings for a Saturday night. And Herb said, I can't go. I'm getting getting married. And Woody says, to Marilyn, right? And yeah, Herb said, yeah, to Marilyn. So uh, Woody called back a little later and said, well, uh, we're going to come to your wedding. And Herb said, great. Well, you know, we'll we'll have seats for you. He says, no, 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 no. We're coming to play your wedding. And Herb um, had, of course, arranged for all the honchos in the jazz world to attend that wedding, and Woody Herman knew all the honchos would be attending, <laughs> and he turned the wedding into a showcase for, for Woody Herman's herd. <laughs> you know, it struck me, too, that one of the most amazing things was how American it was and how many great sentences. There's one point in here where you write... Less, you talk about Leslie Hunt Young with Billie Holiday at Hamburger Gus's in Oakland. 
that's a string of words that could only come together yeah, in this book. Uh, and, and and Lester Young was one of uh, was was Herb's hero. And this was still in those days when he was underage. He apparently saw a poster uh, promoting Lester Young and Billie Holiday at Gus's uh, in in Oakland, and he went to that. He would not not go to that performance. These are these are two of his his heroes, and he got a box from his grandma's house, which was nearby, and put that box in front of the door, and he was able to peek over the door and see them perform, and Lester Young came out in uh, after the first set and found Herb standing there. Now, he had seen Herb before at other shows, and he said, what are you doing here? And he said, well, I wouldn't miss this. And so he invited him in and had him sit on a a, a, a chair next to the bandstand and enjoy the music uh, when Lady Day performed with Lester Young. I've been speaking with Paul Fingerout. His new book, written with the late Dr. Herb Wong, is Jazz on My Mind. Thank you for joining me, Paul. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom slash agony.